This podcast is rated E for explicit. Looks of lustful means. Clothes bursting away at the seams. Blinds left open for light. Or were they left open for sight? (laughs) Thoughts that a voyeur might entertain that may look like invitations to a voyeur's brain staged by one who flirts with exhibitionism in practice but denies it in name like many of us who struggle with those demons like illegitimate children we don't claim and I suppose here that is the aim to shine a light in the shadows on the things that bring us shame And maybe these demons really don't deserve that name. Maybe some of the things we consider guilty pleasures really don't deserve that shame. Maybe it's the measures some of us go to and the lines they cross and the boundaries they peeped over and then decided to toss without looking at the harm or considering the cost there's a line between the exhibitionist and the voyeur a line that seems to move in this delicate game of invitation and temptation whose game is it to lose You met me in the midst of many things. Shedding skin, sprouting wings, looking at life as a spiritual being through a human lens, having conversations with God about so many things. This show is your invitation. The Poet God is the conversation. Could you be a voyeur with no notion of it? Do you hate it, but secretly love it? Could it be a natural inclination to look without invitation. Movies surrounding the taboo topic of voyeurism, such as The Voyeurs, has inspired the following one-on-one conversations I've had with members of the board. So let me ask you this. Say you're living in a high-rise condo with a clear view into one of your neighbor's apartments who happens to be a young, attractive couple. One evening, you notice that they are having sex because they left the blinds open with the lights on. For some, blinds open are a definite invitation. For others, a mere suggestion. To watch or not to watch? Well, that is the question.
Honestly, I'd watch. Honestly. Okay. At least until I got bored with it. Mm-hmm. And you're watching, do you feel like you're violating them, crossing the line? Does that any of that come up for you or no? Um. Yeah, it comes up. Um, question is, if they don't care, why should I? Mm. You know your windows are open. You know, <laughs> you know all of this. So the fact that you're doing it in front of the window is, in my mind, you're semi-inviting me to inviting people to see what's going on. I guess there's a time limit on it becomes creepy. Mm. <laughs> To an extent. And that's what I wonder though, like, where's that line? I don't know. I mean, cause I mean, it's we all grown. And if you lived in the high rise, we all have sex. So you know what sex is. You know what I'm saying? You know the mechanics of it. So basically you're watching it out of curiosity to see what they look like, in my opinion. So you you gauge the equipment. Oh, she got a bad body, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. He 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 looks good. He got a fat, you know, he and after you pretty much gauge that out, you're done. <laughs> Past that point, it's kind of like, okay, so not gonna lie, I might jack off to it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Live porn. What the hell? Like <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and close my blinds and mind my own damn business. <laughs> <laughs> my my own damn business because it's none of my concern. But if they keep doing it, it just depends on it. Just it, it just depends on the uh, uh, the frequency of it, uh, how often they're doing it, you know. And then you you know mm, all porn ain't good porn. That's that's just, you know that's what it, that's what it is at the end of the day. No, because of who I am now and where I stand, I would honor that. But probably back in my younger days, yeah, I would watch. One of the things that sparked my curiosity about this topic was the stench of hypocrisy that seems to surround it. It's the immediate dismissal and rebuke of what people perceive it to be. The way they distance themselves from it that say, under no circumstances could that ever be me. So naturally, I wanted to know, what do people define it to be? I didn't initially know what the word meant, and so I did look, you know, look for the definition before I started watching the movie. And so my initial understanding of the definition was somebody, you know, not who necessarily stalks, but uh, more or less watches people watching sex or animals or anything like that. I guess if you look at the root word, it means to voyage. It means to take a voyage. You're going on an expedition. You're seeing something um, to look into. Right. So but it doesn't necessarily have to be um, a sexual connotation. It could just be every day. IG is voyeurism. That's voyeurism at its highest form right now. Like if you really want to talk about voyeurism, look at IG. People are showing their lives every day and people are killing themselves because they're looking at other people's lives and thinking that their lives are better. So voyeurism basically is the result of destroying people's lives in a sense because of what the true definition of voyeurism is. You're watching other people have sex. Have I done it? Yes. <laughs> a lot. Um, 
However, in my cases, I was a welcomed. It wasn't like creeping from, I'm not looking from across the street or nothing. I was in the room. And as a matter of fact, it happened to me quite recently. <laughs> Say more. <laughs> I mean, if it's. I mean, no. Okay, so uh, I went on a trip to Texas with some friends. Um, and one of my friends got a, had a hookup, but we was all staying in the same hotel room. Had nowhere to go. <laughs> I'm not the type of individual to give up my bed for anybody. <laughs> and I also want to make sure that people are doing what they're doing on my bed. So I sit there. So they didn't let the presence of other people sharing the room stop their hookup situation? No. Okay. No, I walked, I, I, look, I walked in the room and people were already naked. Oh. So I was like, oh. This is what's going on. <laughs> it's, I mean, and, and, and I guess from the from my understanding of how it all first started, it was supposed to be a whole group session. However, one person ended up taking over the only bottom in the room. Everybody else was like, okay, well, I guess they can have their thing. Me, I was like, I'm going to watch. <laughs> By the way, according to Healthline.com and many other experts on the topic, voyeurism, by its nature, implies that one party does not consent to the activity. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey guys, I'm Joseph, a member of the board, which is what Akil refers to as his community of friends and supporters. We all have something valuable to give, and sometimes it's as simple as giving someone else a reason to live. On behalf of all the board members, I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Akil's success is our success, and we want you to be a part of the community we are building. It's not enough. It's not enough. Because you are the very foundation we must build it on. It's not enough to tell people that they matter. We have to show them. Like my friends showed me. So tell a friend. Leave a review. And keep in touch. We want to hear from you. Because it all matters. Just as you do. They say two is company. Can you continuously have sex with other people without that shit invading your current relationship at some point? Three, a crowd. These open relationships are one-sided. There is a certain level of selfishness that starts them. But what happens when busy bedrooms get a little too loud? That's why I think these scenarios where people bring other people in their bedroom to spice up their love life ends up putting too much spices in the pot. <laughs> I, and then nobody can eat the shit. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to Busy Bedrooms, Season 3, 
episode four. And after you follow the Poet God podcast on your favorite podcasting app, a quick search of the Poet God on Twitter and Instagram will connect you to just what we have on tap. And if you're not that social, at thepoetgod.com, we got your back. The question of consent has been the topic of many films about rape and other forms of sexual assault. But when it comes to sneaking a peek, the lines in the minds of some as far as consent seem to get a little bit blurry. And the meaning of consent seems to weigh less depending upon the circumstances of the story. I remember the time when I was in Amsterdam, like Amsterdam was like that. Like when you go down the road to Amsterdam, a lot of these people got glass windows and, you know, all of their stuff is wide open. And as you're walking by, you can see whatever they're doing, even at nighttime. You know what I'm saying? Like the lights are on, curtains are open. Like, you know, you're consciously leaving your windows open and at any given time, people could just stand there and look and watch at what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I believe in that sense you are given, I guess what they would say, an underlying consent, mm-hmm. whether it's not a verbal, but you're leaving your stuff wide open for the world to see. You post a picture, you gave consent to, for people to look at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 you, that's me. Now, <clears throat> that's from a social media aspect, aspect. Real life is completely different or can be complete, should be completely different. You know what I'm saying? Just because you happen to walk by my window and see me fucking the shit out of somebody don't mean you should just stand there. Because once again, I am in my house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, personal on a personal level, do I mind? If you sit there and watch, no. <laughs> do your thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Watch me slang. Like <laughs> in the 90s and the double O's and the triple O's and whatnot, like, like 2000, 2001 or whatnot, when you're trying to, I guess, put yourself out there and talk to an individual and get their, and get their phone number or you're trying to, like, it wasn't like we didn't have social media back then. So we had to naturally put ourselves out there. And but in able to do that, we had we our eyes were naturally attracted to certain things. And so you had to muster up a certain amount of courage to be able to go up to somebody and talk to them and put yourself out there, you know, because there were no other means of communication back then like that. Like we had beepers and things of that nature, pay phones, house phones. But if you wanted to meet somebody uh, outside of your household or somebody outside of your community, you had to go. You had to put yourself out there. But when you did it, you did it with a certain amount of tact. You know, you didn't really uh, dance on the line of uh, consent like that. Like, I'll give you an example. So if you go up to a girl, right, or or, or any individual, and you talk to them and you put your hands on them, positioning of the hands is, is vital. You know, you could do a shoulder, elbow, uh, uh, shoulder blade, lower back, or, you know, or, or the ass cheeks. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe on all of those lines is a typical line for consent where you might actually cross it, where you might actually cross the line of consent. Like anything past the lower waist, you know, you might need permission for that. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, 
okay, even though they did that back in the day, some people still pushed towards that line and didn't care about it. But in this day and age, everything is so everything is so visual, everything is so recorded. You have to be careful about what you do. For example, I you know people cruise in parks and all that type of stuff, right? You're in a public place. You meet up with somebody and someone else walks up and starts, you know, saying doing whatever they do while watching you. Um, if I tell you, like, hey, now nah, we good. Go somewhere else. The consent to watch has been declined. You should go away because now you're a voyeur. <laughs> and you say you're in a park. If, yeah. You don't have an expectation of privacy in a park. You can. You can. You can? You can. Like where? Like, okay. <laughs> in the for, bathroom? For example, because I've been in these situations, I'm just going to fuck it. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to I'm tell it like it is. Everybody pretty much goes to the same areas to start out. Okay. All right? Um, you might meet somebody in that area, or you might walk around and run into somebody else later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, however... You meet up with somebody and you walk, you two walk away from the group. Okay, I see what you're saying. To me, that's an indication that y'all want to be alone together. If you don't want, whether you're in public or not, if I don't want to be seen, I can tell you to go away. Say, for instance, you're in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody's being an exhibitionist, right? Right? Mm -hmm. And you're in a relationship with this person, you say, hey, all right, to not cross the line. Right. You don't engage in physical and emotional attachment, but the visual aspect is always going to be there. So it's like the phrase, like, if I got eyes, I'm going to look. Mm-hmm. All right? But I got hands, that don't mean I'm supposed to touch. Right. You feel me? Right. That don't mean I'm supposed to, just because she's an exhibitionist or he's an exhibitionist, that don't mean I, I need to go up there mm-hmm. and put my hands mm-hmm. all on them because uh, people have personal space. Right. Right? Where you, you don't know this person's history. You don't know how they're going to react to being touched. But it's you can't get a reaction from somebody from just looking. Mm-hmm. You know? You came out like this. Your blinds are open. I have eyes, Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. They look. I can see this thing from four different levels. I can see it from the physical level, which is, you know, where um, mostly man in this physical realm is, is everything is like 99% physical. Like um, it's just that, right? Um, sex is sex. Food is food. Uh, everything is broken down to a chemical equation. Like everything is just solid. There's nothing to it. It's very stiff, very rigid. Uh, rugged and rough. I could go to the mental level and see it from, okay, now I'm, I'm playing in the world of duality. Like, okay, voyeurism, is it good? Is it bad? Is it wrong? Is it right? That's where the world of duality comes in. And I think that's the struggle and that's the fight where most people are. And then you can take it to the soul level. Soul level is you're going to begin to see things from a totally different perception. That's where you're going more of the group route, um, you're going more from uh, a personal space to now you're spreading out and you're looking more, uh, how can you help globally? So from that point, voyeurism would change in the fact that I would no longer see you in that way. 
unless I wanted to tap back into that physical realm with somebody I knew and I wanted to appease that sensual side of myself, then I have that right and I can do that. But that's where an agreement comes in. That's where I'm not breaking the confines of the law of voyeurism where Mm -hmm. I don't know. You don't know that I'm looking. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a consensual place of voyeurism almost in a sense because there is that still part of me that is sensual that physical part of me so I do have that part so that had that desire has to be fulfilled if not that's why you get the negative side of voyeurism and the quote-unquote what we would see as the dirty side of sex and those things is because that part of us is not truly being pleased in a healthy and natural way So before we start talking about the movie that inspired this episode, a word on The Exhibitionist and their OnlyFans page. You might walk by, look at my house, see everything that's going on. Keep walking. (laughs) It's when you're walking by and you just stop. Oh. <laughs> Look, we see people doing their thing all the time. Yet we find a way to mind our business. Some of us. <laughs> like if, if certain things don't concern you, you keep it pushing. Yes, I look and yes, I'm walking by, I can see that you're cooking dinner. I'm not watching you cook dinner (laughs) I can stand up get naked in front of you right now doesn't mean you have to touch me (laughs) does not necessarily give you permission to touch me gotcha Gotcha. regardless of what I put out there Mm -hmm. who I let touch me or whatever whatever, that's up to me Mm -hmm. so you know in other words it's like saying I can be as much of an exhibitionist as I want to be um, but, and also a tease for people who want to, you know, because that's what a thirst trap is. Right, right? exactly. Um, I, I can tease you, I can be as much of an exhibitionist, but there's still a line until I tell you it's okay, it's to, okay to cross this line. I can put the line as close to you as I want to put it. Where you can, I don't know, smell what's on the other side of the line, but you can't. But you can't touch it. You can't touch it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess content creators, they they have to deal with this type of stuff all the time. They'd be like, oh, well, you fucking on OnlyFans, but I'm fucking who I want to fuck on OnlyFans. I'm not. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like... Invitation right. only, not right. not for, for not for public right. use. I, I used to tell people all the time, like, yes, I I I I I'm a hoe, but I'm a hoe for who I want to be a hoe for. Like, you know, I'm not. I do have standards. I'm not. I say I'm for everybody, but everybody ain't for me. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've subscribed to one OnlyFans in my life. One. And I was so fucking disappointed. Like, I am not paying for your fucking cell phone videos. <laughs> I'm still seeing, like, you ain't even edited another. I'm still seeing you set up the camera before you get. Come on now. I hate that shit. 
Like, yeah. come on now. I'm paying I'm paying this money and you talking about twenty, thirty dollars. Where's my production value? Like, I I I would start on OnlyFans. I really would. I really would. However, I got kids, so mm. I don't I don't need them finding out their daddy out here. OnlyFans in it. <laughs> I mean, would they care if if that money was coming in and they were getting what they did? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, just say, for example, kids are in high school. One of their friends find, just happens to run across the OnlyFans. It just happens to run across my OnlyFans. He don't know it's me, but he shows it to my son or my daughter. They're like, hey, check this out. This is hot. <laughs> and my kids is like, it's my dad. <laughs> now, I know the chances of that happening are astronomical. However, it's the kids that are keeping me from being OnlyFans. I feel you. I'm an unrecorded hoe. Before our interviews, I asked the members of the board to watch the Amazon Prime original movie called The Voyeurs. When I first saw the film, there were many things I wanted to discuss with the board and all of you as far as your general feelings and ideas about the topic of voyeurism, along with what happened in this movie. In our next episode, we will have a conversation about that and more in a group setting. But for now, without giving away too many details, here are some of our final thoughts on it. I think social media in general invites us to explore voyeuristic activities uh, more than we've ever had the opportunity to, but the question is, at what cost? Uh, I think the voyeurs inspires us to think about the answer to that question, Um, and for me, I think that's the best part of the film. Uh, As with social media, what is being presented as reality isn't reality, as we Mm. saw in the film, and while we enjoy the show, there's another entity on the other side of watching and enjoying the benefits of the attention um, that we uh, provide to the other people. And like you brilliantly said, she was mindfucked. Yep. And it cost her dearly. Dearly. Mm. Yep. So I think the whole correlation between us being seduced by social media Mm-hmm. Where even from the the minor things to us putting our curated pictures mm-hmm. of our lives mm-hmm. and holding back the other parts um, is all the way up to you know the the, the OnlyFans uh, right. stuff, where there's this idea of what you know life is or what uh, your idea of what this part of your life is. Um, and even recently I heard somebody talking about uh, posted something about telling people that they need to stop trying to model their sex life after shit that they see on the internet oh yeah because that's not real life exactly you know and so and so my thoughts with it is just just like the movie it's a it's a window into a person's life just just like social media these are windows these aren't their actual lives Alright? A, a window only gives you access to a certain vantage point. That's what a window does. Mm-hmm. It does not give you access to the entire scope 
of the individual. And that even goes for OnlyFans. Right. Like, we see this aspect of them, this sexual aspect of them. This sexual aspect of them is only a small corner piece. For $9 a month. Right. (laughs) Right. It's only $9 a month. Exactly. Like, yo, I'm pretty sure they're making more than that in their real life. Doing what? We don't know because it's only a window. Right? They only show us what they want to show us. Right? That's the key that we need to understand. Like, even on social media, even with open blinds, people only show us what they want to show us. And that's it. It is up to our interpretation or our actions to do what we want to do with it. Either comment on somebody's page, right? Or grab some binoculars, right? Or subscribe $9.99 a month <laughs> to see what's popping in that little scope right there. You know, so it, it, it's uh, it's all about what you want and how you go about it, right? But don't don't cross another individual's, you know, line, right? Trying to get your rocks off, even if the line keeps shifting. Even if the line keeps shifting, if it moves forward, you need to take a step back. All right, okay. Don't 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 lose yourself in other people's visions, cause they only gonna show you what they want to show mind your damn business (laughs) that is the moral of this story mind the business that pays you I love it one of my co-workers says that I'm Akil Johnson, the poet god. Thank you for listening.